You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. 11 o'clock hour. And then we'll send you over to Anita Marks. It's a good day on 98.7. I feel excited by this. Anita Marks, 12 to 3. Gordon Damer, he's got a marathon of a show. Woo! 3 to 7.30. And then the Rangers pregame. And then the Rangers down in Nashville tonight. Hopefully they pick up where they left off uh, earlier this week when they took on Detroit and they scored, what, on, on Thursday night. Eight goals. They trailed 2-1 and scored seven unanswered. So the Rangers are just too talented to, to not be a good team, I would imagine. Um, four and a half hours of Gordon. That's oof. That's an extended show, and I look forward to listening to a lot of it. I'm going to be in the car for a bunch of that. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I I want to. I don't feel like we've talked enough Giants. So I want to talk Giants here, and then I want to get into the frenzy, and then I want to close out with some baseball conversation because I have some. I think they're pretty decent and strong baseball takes about more Mets than the Yankees. Like the Yankees seem straightforward to me. Uh, Yankees need to. They need to keep Aaron Judge. They've kind of backed themselves into a corner. They need to keep Aaron Judge. The Mets, I think, have kind of more options than the Yankees do. But we'll get to that starting at right around 1130. The Giants. I mean, here we are. I mean, we are. Today is November the 12th. And you look at the Giants. You look at their schedule. You look at what they're potentially capable of doing. I mean, guys, there's a real chance we're talking about the Giants in the postseason. Nobody thought the Giants were going to be a playoff team. Nobody. Right, they, they had to cut James Bradbury. They didn't want to. They had to. How many teams make moves? They can't keep guys that are on their team that they want to keep because the guy that was in place before was that bad. So you're 6-2 and two now. Right? You held the Bears to 12 points. You, the Ravens are a good team. I mean, you could argue the Ravens, Ravens third best team in the AFC. No Josh Allen, maybe second. Somehow find a miraculous way to beat them. You go into London, you beat the Packers, right? You go to Jacksonville, they go up and down the field, doesn't matter, you stop them, win that game in the end. Barely, barely, but win it. So walk through it with me. You got the Texans tomorrow. Can you win that game? Yes. That's one. Lions next Sunday, can you win that game? Yes. And I love the caller before. It's like, well, the Lions are not easy. They have two wins on the year. I'm not saying it's an easy, absolute layup, but if you don't win the, the game at home against the Lions, then, and I have a bad feeling Thanksgiving is going to be a bloodbath. Four thirty, and, and not only is it going to ruin Thanksgiving, it's right in the middle of the Thanksgiving. Like, we usually eat around 5 or 5.30, so Thanksgiving is already ruined. It's already ruined because I know they're going to lose. And I know that it's gonna, the game's going to go from, what, 4.30 to 7.45. And when am I going to eat? We're going to have to eat. or I, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is already screwed up. But regardless of that, it's not a game I think they win. But then they're home against Washington on December 4th. That's a game you can win. That's three. And then you host Philly. It's a, that's a tough game. And then you go to Washington, a game you can win. That's four. And then you go to the Vikings, tough game. And then you host, host the Colts on January 1st. That's five. And then you go to the Eagles. Now, the only thing I'll say about the Eagles is, A, do they have it all clinched up by then? Right? If they have everything all cinched up by then, maybe you don't see their starters for the full game. Are they going for an undefeated season? I, I don't know. But at a minimum, I just gave you five games that are imminently, I mean, absolutely winnable. Right? Washington twice, Houston tomorrow, Detroit next week, and the Colts on Jan 1. That's five games. You have six wins. If you win four of those, you now have 10 wins, and you are now a playoff team. And Brian Dable, 
I, I almost don't care what happens in the rest of the, the NFL. Brian Dable's coach of the year. Brian Dable has come in here and changed the entire narrative of this franchise. That's where we are, people. That's where we are. Is that the Giants have gone from a team that you looked at and said, I, I don't know about the quarterback. The running back is always hurt. The GM has been atrocious. The coach has been bad. They're taking, you know, the quarterback sneaks on second and, and third down. Like they are. And I said this to Rick, and he said no. And then finally, he, I think he kind of finally swayed over to my side. The Giants have been the laughing stock of the NFL. That's it. There's no two ways about it. The Giants have been the laughing stock of the NFL. Not anymore. Not anymore. The future of this team is now bright. But forget about the future. The present. Like the Giants are giving you a game on November 13th, which you're engaged in. You haven't had that in years. And I, you, know, you know when you make like those promises with, with like your friends? Like if I gave you a Giants Super Bowl in 2012, would you then take irrelevancy for however? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Well, it's almost like we made a deal with the devil. Like we, we got the Super Bowl in 2012. We got the Super Bowl in 2008. And since then, been awful. That's the last playoff game they won. They've been to the playoffs one time. One time since 2012. So this is not, you flippantly can't say, oh, yeah, you're going to get in, but you're not going to go anywhere. Getting in is a big deal. And what happens when they actually put the pieces in place that Shane and Dable want? Like, I don't know. Like, when you look around the NFL and you say, I'd buy stock in that team. I don't trust that coach. The Colts, I wouldn't want any part of them. The Raiders are a disaster, right? Broncos, they traded away picks and, and look at them now and a quarterback that nobody buys into, right? There are teams that you look at and you say, I believe they're going in the right direction and teams that are just not. The Giants are and the Jets are. So New York football, which has been... Let's be fair, dormant for a very long time is now not, right? New York football has been brutal for a very long time, but not anymore. We are now at the, the infancy stages to me of what looks like we're going to be on a good run with New York football. The Jets are good. Like to me, it's only, it's really only one. Now it's the big piece, but their defense is upper echelon. They have a ton of weapons when they're healthy. The big piece to me is the quarterback. But regardless of that, like they're talented enough that they should be relevant for a long time. And I think the Giants are so well coached that they're relevant now. And when Shane and Dable can really put their imprints on this organization, it'll take it to another level entirely. So New York basketball may be trending downward. New York football trending up. 1-800-919-3776. Speaking of trending up, we've walked you right up to, right up to a football frenzy. Now, if you don't know what a frenzy is, I'll explain. 1-800-919-3776. You call, you can call about whatever you want. Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, Joe Burr. I don't, I don't care what it is. You step in, you ask your question, you step out, and I answer. 1-800-919-3776 on the phones and at Rothenberg ESPN on Twitter. It's a Saturday morning frenzy on 98.7 ESPN. 
You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Oh, yeah. The football frenzy on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Everyone knows, everyone loves the frenzy. 1-800-919-3776. Any question you have, anywhere you want to go, any NFL-related topic, the floor is yours. Just do it right. In, question, out. 1-800-919-3776. John in L.A., lead us off here on the frenzy. So the Falcons bench Mariota? And start rookie Desmond Ritter? No. You, you can't yet, because what, what happens if he's bad? Listen, I, I understand. I, I get it that you want to see Desmond Ritter, but you're still competing for the division. If Tampa loses tomorrow, you're tied for first place. So Mariota, at the moment, gives you the best chance to win football games. That That's that's the truth. Whether you like him or not, and he, I mean, he was... I mean, epically bad on Thursday, but he gives you the best chance at the moment to win football games. Tony Jersey. Tony, frenzy go. Yeah, Dave, I want to know what your top uh, playoff teams are for AFC, NFC. I'm going to check. Top playoff teams? I mean, I, I think when healthy, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. I think that the second best team in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think it's everybody else. I think it's maybe the Ravens are three. The Titans could be up there. Titans are one of those teams that's just like, I don't know how they are where they are, but they just get there every single year. I guess I guess the definition of being well coached. NFC, um, I think there are three teams in that upper echelon. I think it's the Eagles, I think it's the Cowboys, and I think it's the Niners, and then I think it is everybody else. And I can hear people, you don't believe in Minnesota? Sorry, I, I, I'll root for them. No, I don't believe in Minnesota. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on the frenzy. Combined wins, Giants, Jets, 19 and a half. You going over or under? So do they get to 20 wins? So the Jets have, what, six? The Giants also have six. And the Jets have, what, nine? They each have nine. Can they go four and five, each of them? That's eight. That's mm. I'll go over. Because I think the Giants are going to win five games. I think the Giants are going to get to 11, which means the Jets have to get to nine, which means they have to win three. Yeah, I think they get to 20. I'll go over. I, again, I'm really bullish on the local football right now. And I, I don't know how you couldn't be. John in New York, you're on the frenzy, John. Do the Jets or Giants have a legitimate chance of making a Super Bowl? No. No, no, no. Uh, if either team did, it would be the Jets. But there's – I'm sorry. I, I, the Jets are not going to make the Super Bowl. Right? I mean, to make the Super Bowl, you're now going to – because you're not going to – well, maybe we do win the division. I don't know. The only ch- I mean, God, could you imagine that if the Jets went to the Super Bowl? The only chance the Jets have of going to the Super Bowl, you have to win the division. Because no way you're going on the road to, like, I don't know, Buffalo, then Kansas City, then Baltimore, and winning all those games. It's, that's very unrealistic. Anthony Jersey, Anthony Frenzy, go ahead. If the Chargers fail to make the playoffs, 
a second year with Staley at the coach. Do you think he gets fired next year? No, you know why? Because I can see the excuses already. Tomorrow night, no Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen. Bose has been out. Slater's out for the season. Dorwin James. Like, they have so many injuries. I can see the built-in excuses. And they, again, they're not great, but they should, I would think, be good enough to get in. Anthony's back, and he's in that mail truck. Anthony, you're on the frenzy. If Josh Allen is out for the year, who wins the AFC East, the Dolphins or the Jets? The Dolphins. But I'll tell you what, if Josh Allen is out for the year, week 18, they're going to flex that baby. Jets at Dolphins, week 18 for the division. How delicious would that be? Could you imagine? Forget about if the Jets win the division or not. Could you imagine if we live in a world where the Jets are playing for a division title heading into week 18? Just think about that for a second. Linda, Staten Island. Linda, you're on the frenzy. Would Jimmy Garoppolo be a good fit with Coach Dable? Here's the thing, Linda. I think anybody would be a good fit. I think any quarterback that's pretty good would only get better with Coach Dable. And by the way, how come nobody else can get the frenzy down to the point that Linda did? She steps right in, asks her question, and hangs up. But, I, I mean, again, I think that he's he, – and I think Shanahan's like this too – but there are certain coaches that get the most out of their quarterbacks. Then you say, well, he's only had one guy. Josh Allen is elite, and you have to give him some credit for that, maybe a lot of credit. Mitch Trubisky salvaged his career. you got to give him credit for that. And Daniel Jones has done the same. So that's now an example of three separate guys. Buck, Connecticut. Buck, you're on the frenzy. I got uh, Seattle or Tampa Bay tomorrow morning. I like Tampa to win that game, but I, I for some I don't I don't know why. And I picked this in in the three games that we pick on on the DPH and Rothenberg show yesterday morning. I I just I can't let it go with Tampa. I just I can't. I think Seattle is good. I don't think their defense is great. And if there's going to be a game that Brady actually breaks out, this would be the one. So again, I I've been wrong all year. They've been favored in every game, and they're four and five. Maybe they salvaged something last week with that last-minute drive. Uh, Amir and Woodbridge. Amir, you're on the frenzy. If they were in the same draft class, who would you build your franchise around, Dak Prescott or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Justin Fields is more dynamic. Dak's good. Dak, Dak is good. Justin Fields is dynamic. He's, he's, a, he's a difference maker, which, you know what, I didn't believe until four weeks ago, but look what he, look what he did. He ran roughshod over Dallas. Dallas defense is good. They went bananas against um, New England. Last week uh, against Miami, they went up and down the field, and he was out of control. So Mark P722, if the season ends today, Jets play at Tennessee in the first week of the postseason, do they win that game? No, but they could. Like, listen, Tennessee is experienced. Tannehill has been there. Uh, they're very well coached. They typically slow down the running game. I think they'd put it on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. I don't know that he's ready for that, but it, you wouldn't be stunned if the Jets won that game. The Jets have made real strides. Monty in the Bronx. Monty, you're on the frenzy. Is there any team in the NFL more physical than the Tennessee Titans? Probably not. Ten Tennessee, they squeeze every ounce of juice out of that thing, don't they? They are so well coached. 
They 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 know what they do well, what they don't, and they they ride Derrick Henry. I mean, they don't have. I mean, who's their best receiver now? Robert Woods, Traylon Burks is is just returning from IR. No, they they are they are not great, but they find a way, and that is what good teams do. All right, Harvey, blow this one dead. And there you have it. That's the end of another another successful frenzy. And the frenzy was brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew during today's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, people. We haven't talked baseball at all today. We will do it now. I have a Mets take, which I think is, I think it's warm. I don't think it's a scalding hot take. I think it's warm, and I want your reaction to that. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you solo today. By the way, I got a programming update. I was led astray by somebody at the station. I was told Gordon had a, a monstrous four-and-a-half-hour show. That is not the case. Anita 12-3, to Gordon 3-6, to my buddy, Ty D. Butler, 6-7.30. to Leading in to the Rangers. Is it, is, am I accurate, Harvey, in saying I was misled in the schedule today? John Winthrop, I think I was wrong. 1-800-919-3776. Anita in 30 minutes, then Gordon at 3. Oh, and then Ty Butler, 6 to 7.30. Leading in to the Rangers. Baseball next, 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right, 1-800-919-3776. I love this guy, but I don't love this take. Fran in Massapequa. Well, good morning, Fran. What's up, my man? How you doing? How are you? What's going on, buddy? Doing good, man. Nothing could be sweeter than you and then Anita. I tell you, it's a great day. Listen, it's a beautiful day out, but uh, with the Mets, I just if you can give me a couple minutes, we can go back and forth, maybe a minute, whatever. Well, but uh, listen, why don't you make your point and we'll we'll talk? Go ahead. Yeah. I, well, first things first. I'm terribly, I'm I'm really unhappy with the moves they made at the break, getting those two guys, uh, Vogel back and the other guy, oh, total awful. waste. Fran, you could, you could I mean, I mean, oh, Naquin, awful. I mean, awful moves. Rough, awful rough, moves. Aw, rough, rough. Couldn't even play in the postseason. Awful. Oh, oh God, Dave. Oh, awful. It was, it was almost embarrassing seeing those no, guys. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't almost. It, honestly, friend, it wasn't almost. And you know what the thing is? I was so excited for the trade deadline. And then to, to have it, to bring it in with a whimper like that, oh, it was pathetic oh. is what it was. Dave, it was unbelievable. So, listen, so the bottom line is this. So, what I've done is I've, I've created a thing where I just I kind of take one player on, and I love the guy, and, and I just – and Nimmo is that guy. He is my favorite Met. He's just unbelievable. Everything he does. Listen, the guy, of course, he's not a great home run hitter, blah, blah, blah. He's not stealing base. But he's everything you want your kid to be. He's a great guy. He hustles. He does the job. And, I mean, you're going you're gonna to sign a guy like Vogel back. I don't care if it's for $5. you got to show respect to Nimmo bring him back. The Grom, I kind of agree with you on it's iffy. You know, as a Mets well, fan, well, I, mean, ah, I, I, I like, I like Nimmo, too. But I'm not going to pay just – you know, endless amount of money for Nimmo. And Fran's point is, like, if he if he goes, then then Fran loses his fandom. No, come on, Fran. You're a Mets fan. I don't under, I never understood this tact of 
if a team moves on from this guy, I'm done with said team. You're a fan of the team. You can be annoyed at the team. It's, I mean, it's like you get married, right? I took my wife for better or for worse. So if she does something that's that's dumb or I don't appreciate or is not wise or whatever, or you know what? I'll tell her I don't like it. I think you've made a bad decision. I'm not like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. No. This is life. It's a lifelong commitment you're making, in this case, to your team. So now you say, what? If Brandon Nimmo leaves, you're done with the Mets? What kind of a fan is that? Phil Simms was, was this close. I loved Phil Simms. Loved him. Tough guy. Talk about Brandon Nimmo being tough. Phil Simms was tough. Remember, we went toe-to-toe with Ronnie Lott Monday Night Football. Like, like, face mask to face mask. We went to, to rip his head off. Phil Simms was this close to signing with the Cleveland Browns. That would have made me very uncomfortable. But it happens. Bill Parcells coached the Giants to two Super Bowl championships and went to coach Dallas. So now, now what? Now I'm not a Giants fan anymore? No. That's how it works. You're a fan of your team, and you can like things they do and not like things they do. But you root for your team no matter what. And that's the definition of a, of a, a fanatic, of a fan, what you need to be. Richard in Manhattan. Hi, Richard. You're next up on 98.7. Dave, before I get to my judge point, how does Clay Thompson still start for Golden State? He's a shell of himself. Well, He's not a great won. shooter anymore. He can't. I mean, uh, with the, you know, he had two top surgeries. I mean, it's understandable. But that guy should not be starting on a championship caliber team. I don't see it. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and I, I honestly don't know to sit here and break down the Warriors to that extent right now. I haven't been watching them a ton. What did he do last night? He struggled, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he doesn't put up good shooting percentages at all. Anyway, Aaron Judge, he's carried a mediocre, he carried a mediocre New York team. In the four major sports, the only way, the only comparison I can say Aaron Judge did what he did this year, I'll go back to 1984 and Bernard King. Bernard King carried that mediocre New York team to the playoffs where they came one game uh, with uh, beating Boston Celtics. That was so but good, wasn't it? Oh. That's how great Bernard King was. That's how great. Now, Steinbrenner built this cash cow Yankee Stadium to make tons of money. He's got to sign him for the fans. And what Judge did, and now uh, Saquon, I mean, not to the same extent, Judge uh, Saquon is carrying a mediocre Giant team. And if he doesn't get injured and the Giants win 11, 12 games, this will be all because of Saquon Barkley. And I'll tell you, I haven't seen that season, one month into the season, Judge and then Saquon. Richard, a couple, couple things. Saquon has been awesome. He's been phenomenal, right? A couple things. Daniel Jones has been good. Like you can, you can say you don't like him and Saquon's been the team MVP, and that's fine. Daniel Jones has been very good this season. So let's not lose sight of that. And the defense has been opportunistic, right? And the defense has been really a bend but don't break. And again, I like Saquon. You tell me at this point, you want to you want to franchise him? You want to bring him back two years, twenty seven million? I'm that, I'm fine with that. I'm not I'm not giving him five years and some kind of a crazy guarantee. But to bring him back for another year or two after this season, I have no issue in the world with that. But this is not. Saquon and everybody else there. I mean, the defense has played well, right? They, 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 they are very staunch in the red zone. The quarterback has played, I think, better than a lot of people thought he could. And yes, Saquon is, he's terrific. Andrew Thomas is terrific. The Giants do have some talent here. Not, not, a, not a ton, not overwhelming, but some. But you want to bring back Saquon? Bring back Saquon. I'm not going to stand in the way. All right. Have a great weekend. 
phenomenal day today. Beautiful weather-wise. Tomorrow, I mean, it's it's all about the football. It's all about the Giants. I'm back with you Monday morning with Rick at 5 o'clock. Anita Marks next right here. Have a great weekend on 98.7 ESPN.